Second Corinthians chapter 10. Remember, I used from verse 1 to 6, uh, specifically verse 3 and 4. It said, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk according to the flesh. Verse 4, For the weapons of our warfare, but mighty in God, for pulling down strongholds. And we uh, we went through uh, symptoms of uh, strongholds. And recently we talked about uh, soul ties. And we uh, prayed at the end of that program. I just want to encourage you to go right and uh, see what the Lord will do for you. Hallelujah. And I believe God has done great things for us. And I believe we have been set free. And I believe strongholds have been pulled down because our requirement is for us to pull down strongholds. So we are commanded to pull down strongholds. Strongholds should not be our limiting factor. They should not prevent us from reaching our destination. And they should not be a barrier to us fulfilling the purpose God has given to us. And we have to walk in the work that the Lord has given to us. We must fulfill our destiny and we must walk what God has assigned us to do. Hallelujah. God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. Hallelujah. Amen. So today, like I said, we have dry places and demon returning. And I have the proof test here. Go over the proof test. Matthew, Matthew chapter 12. Okay. Go to the book of Matthew chapter 12 and see what the Lord has for us today. Amen. And we are going to read from verse uh, 43 and uh, to 45. Amen. So I'm going to, uh, let's see, let's see if I can pull it from there. Um, okay. Let's read it from uh New King James, okay? And I'm going to read in another translation as well, okay? We said, and I read, I hope you are there. Matthew chapter 12 from verse 43, okay? He said, when an unclean spirit goes out of a man, he goes through dry places seeking rest and find none. Then he says, I will return to my house from which I came. And when he comes, he finds it empty, swept and put in order. Verse 45. Then he goes and takes with him seven other spirits, more wicked than himself, and they enter and dwell there. And the last state of that man is worse than the first so shall it also be with the wicked generation. Hallelujah. You can see here, uh, prior to that, he was uh, uh, speaking with the scribes and the Pharisees, and they were asking for a sign. So you can see uh, all most of these things are metaphoric, but you, you can apply it to something as well. Okay, so let me uh, read another translation. He said, "When an evil, so evil, that is defying of you, it travels through what dry places. Dry places are waterless places. They are arid places, looking for a place to rest." But he doesn't find. Verse 44. So the Spirit says, 
I will go back to the house. That is the person. That is either you or me. I left. When the spirit comes back, it finds the house still empty. See? Swept clean. And made meat. Verse 45. Then the evil spirit goes about and brings seven other spirits. Even more evil. That is more wicked than it is. You know, the essence of demons or spirits dealing with us or, or, or they are uh, contrary to the spirit of God is the fact that they are evil. They are wicked. Okay? That it is. So that is why we need to be very careful when we start to describe somebody we are essentially saying that uh, is evil and and that could mean that uh, we are saying he has a, a it's a demon so so let's go back to verse 45 he said then the evil spirit goes out and brings seven other spirits even more evil wicked than it is and they go in and live there so the person has even more trouble than before. What does that mean? It means, you know, we've been praying, uh, pulled down strongholds, and we went extensively several weeks talking about that and praying, casting out symptoms, manifestation, casting out every barriers, every spirit that that debit is symptoms, maybe anger, maybe lack, maybe defeat, maybe inability to conceive, maybe sickness, uh, infirmities, disease, stagnation, disappointment, and on and on, every limitation, especially limitation that you know within yourself. You see, there are limitations that you 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 can say you you can say people can say uh, uh come and uh let's pray then just pray for me brother but there are other limitations you will not be able to say it's only between you and your god you say that in your private time to him every limitation Every stronghold, we went through all those areas, and we asked God, and God gave us the authority to cast out every demon. He empowers us in Mark chapter 16, see? So we will cast out demons, and they will go. And we will speak with new tongues. We will lay hands on the sick. And we will take anything deadly. It will by no means hurt us. See? And on and on. Then recently we went to uh, soul ties. These are very, very important areas that we need to always maintain. One of the key part of our life is the fact that we are lacking maintenance. We do not know how to maintain whatever we have received. You see? So we lack what? Maintainers. That is maintaining what you have received. Maintaining the status where we are. Maintaining who we are maintaining the things that we are we have received it's like we have we've bought a brand new car and we need to maintain it there are essential manual that are passed in to us that we have to maintain uh, the car at a certain time we have to drain the oil we have to put in a new oil uh, we have to buy uh, whatever is necessary to replace 
pass that needs to be replaced at a certain time, and we have to be very mindful of those times, you see, so that they can continue to function in the way the manufacturer has designed it to run. Hallelujah. Similarly, in our deliverance, in our praying, in our fasting, in our newness of life, when we have been set free from all kinds of these demonic activities, from these strongholds and so ties and deliverances, challenges that pose a threat to us, reaching our goals, fulfilling our destiny, we similarly need to what? Maintain the status, a new status, a new born-again status. We need to continue to dwell in the Spirit of God and continue to maintain the standard upon which we find ourselves. Hallelujah. So I hope you understand what I'm talking about. You see? So today, many of us are full of ego. And when you talk of this, some people will start to begin to uh, where I'm, I'm born again. I'm this, I'm that. <laughs> Many of us we we begin to uh, argue that oh I'm born again, so the devil cannot come into me. I don't know, but you know yourself. You know yourself. You have challenges. So what do you what what are you talking about that? You have strongholds in, in within you and your God in private. You yourself know. Then why not admitting? You see, challenges, my brother, there's challenges, my sister. I believe we all have demons. We all have demons. You see? So and demons are what? Spirit. Just as God is what? Spirit. Demons are what? Spirit. For example, we entertain fear. And God has not given us the spirit of fear. See? So spirit of fear is a demon. In one, in one time or the other, we fear. We are afraid. We get scared. You see? So we invite the spirit of fear to come in instantly. The moment situations uh, can come. For example, you lose your job, you attain fear of lack, attain fear that we are not going to have money, we are going to uh, be having less than what we've been receiving. That is fear already. You see? So, let us not argue about that. I have seen people argue, oh, uh, I, I am born again. Uh, so the Bible even talks about the fullness, the fullness of ourselves. How many of us are really full, having the fullness of him? See, the moment we are not having the fullness of him, then what do you think will happen? You see, but here, as God leads, I will talk about that. The Lord will empower us to talk about that when people begin to say, Oh, I'm born again. Oh, I don't need to have this. I don't need to have demons. So, as the Lord leads, we will also find a day. We ask God, the Spirit of God, to teach us. So that we might understand these things. See, understanding is so important in our life. Ignorance is a disease killing us. No wonder the Lord said people perish for lack of knowledge. We need a good understanding. We need to learn. We need to be able to maintain what we have received from him, without which we struggle and we fall into defeat of the enemy. 
Hallelujah. This is what we need to go through in our lives. Hallelujah. So now let's continue in our talking. We are talking about what dry places. Okay. So dry places. Now I have these proof uh, tests also in the book of Luke. Let's go to the book of Luke. Okay. Hallelujah. Father, we give you praise. Father, we just want to thank you today. We bless your name. We give you all the praise. We give you all the honor. You are God. You are God. We thank you for making us. We thank you for your purpose in us, for your work in us. And we thank you for giving us authority. Thank you, O God. You are with us. You are Emmanuel. God is with us. If you are with us, who can be against us? You are Jehovah Shammah. You will never leave nor forsake us. Even though when we don't even recognize you, you are here and you are there. The scripture clearly says in the word of God, and where two or three are gathered, you are there. And you are there, you are here. So we are together. So together and move mountains. Hallelujah. And he says, whatever we burn on earth, we burn in heaven. So everything has been taken care of. So you just have to believe and be together and maintain what the Lord has given to us. Maintenance is the essential key to continue to live a victorious life. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So let's go to... Uh, uh, Luke chapter uh, 11, okay, and verse uh, 24. You want to read? You want to read? Hallelujah. Thank you. Yes. Such when you look at the, the verse, um, the, 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 when I first read uh, Luke chapter, I mean Matthew chapter 12, right? Remember I talked about the Pharisees. Now, Jesus has come. He came. So if we don't receive him and he comes again, it's going to be what? You know, he did not come for judgment. He came and he brought good news to us, to you and me. But this time around, he's going to come with judgment. So the last state is going to be worse than when he came. Okay? So he was talking about that. And at the same time, talking to us, demonic activities level how we will need to examine ourselves to understand that demons come and they can go and we need to maintain what we have gotten and make sure it does not return very important in our life in the same way we live in this world 
we have to maintain what we have received. The kingdom of God is in us. We have to maintain the kingdom of God that is in us. You see, we have to maintain it. We have to receive the kingdom of God, and we have to continue to pray and seek him and ask God to fill us. Now, quickly, let's go into uh, a kind of go-round. Okay, now let's go and talk about the uh, the bones of this topic. Now, dry places, uh, like waterless places or desert places, uh, wilderness, supposed to be the favorite abode of demons. Now, like I said before, these are metaphoric expression for dry places. You see, it doesn't have to be physical, but spiritual dry places that we may find ourselves in. You see? So dry places could be a place of torment, a place of hardship, affliction, and a place of hunger and lack and defeat. And the devil always looks for people to take there. So you know the demons are homeless. One of the things we need to know is that demons are homeless. So they are looking for what? A, 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 a body, a living. Hence, they can still call the body their own body. I want to try to come back. Now, if we compromise a little bit, to say, okay, when Israel had failed in the wilderness, where Israel has failed in the wilderness, Jesus succeeded. See, one of the things also we need to remember is that the demons, demons are not dead. They are not dead. They are they are alive and well. They live. They they are living until Jesus come back. And that is the reason for you, for me and you today to watch and pray. We have to uh, watch and pray. See, so uh, just because we've been set free, okay, let's, let's see this. Let's, let's see Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 4. Is it Luke chapter 4? Almighty, let's see. Let's see. Maybe I'm sure it's Matthew. Okay, Matthew chapter four. Let's see. Uh, let's see. No, no. Okay, Luke chapter four. Okay, Luke chapter four. What I'm trying to say here is we saw Luke chapter 4, how uh, Jesus was led by the Spirit to go into the wilderness. Okay, wilderness are dry places, waterless places, and they were, and he was there being tempted for 40 days by the devil. And in those days, he, was, he ate nothing afterwards. And they, and afterwards, when they had ended, he was hungry. Who are the who are the day has ended? Who is the day? The, de- the demon is there. The spirit of God is there, and Jesus is there. So, who are the day? Okay, but what I'm talking about here is in every situation we find ourselves, you are not to look at yourself as. You don't have to do anything anymore. Look at verse verse 12. See, just because you have fasted, just because you have prayed, does not mean that he is not trying to sneak around. Okay? Look at verse 12 of that Luke 4. You see, after Jesus has spoken the word of God, which is the sword of the Spirit, he counter whatever attempt, whatever temptation Satan brought to him with the word of God, which is the sword of, the, of, of God. Now, look at verse 12. 
And Jesus said to him, "It is, it it is it is, uh, it has been said, you shall not tempt the Lord your God." Verse thirteen. Now, when the devil had ended every temptation, he departed from him until an opportune time. Until what? An opportune time. You see, so. We are not to, uh, we 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 find this as a uh, 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 opportune time. Okay, that is for him for a season. That is what King James uh, King James call it. That is he departed from him for a season. You see, so challenges come like a season. Temptation come like in a season. Now, just because we've been set free from all those mountains, strongholds, doesn't mean that he will not try to sneak around, like I said, and try to look for opportune time. Look for a time where you've laid down your armor. You have not been praying. You have not been seeking God. You see? So we have not filled our, uh, ourselves with the word of God. He's seeking. He will, he will tempt again. He will tempt us again with the word of God. You see, now you see here, he said, when the devil had ended every temptation, he departed from him until an opportune time. He will try to come again. You will find you have been delivered from this stronghold. It's gone. The stronghold is gone. There will be another challenge. You are now on a different level. The level you are brings another kinds of temptation, not other kinds of challenges. Discover that you now need to even pray even more harder. Discover that you have to fast. Discover that you have to recognize his presence that is here to try to tempt you again. We've been set free from, uh, uh, let's say, anger. So he will try to bring people to what? Tempt you to feel angry. He will come with somebody who irritates, to try to irritate you he will try to bring all forms of temptation all around, but it is is gone. But he brings another level of what temptation because a new season has just come, and when you don't feel yourself, it's over. Mm-hmm. Um. The demonic world is not that um, it's a process. Yeah, it's a process because uh, it's not something that many people just say, okay, I'll go there and someone will uh, just process it and deliver me. But uh, it, it, it's not a quick fix. I pray they, um, it, yeah, for the moment you can pass that bill and take all the uh, personal voices with. But the moment you go in a process, you involve turned down. But, like uh, uh, my husband was saying, we come in different ways and different. And when you pass one level, there's another one coming. Yes, like for example, in correct thinking, if you have been taught the way you have been taught, the way your culture, your family, sometimes patterns and demonic bondages. So we have to renew our mind and break covenant and legal rights according to the word of God. And that is a process. It's like every night, sometimes we can dream. So I can just say I was delivered and uh, I'm, I'm free. No, that's a mistake of the Christian. Um, that um, we have to, we need to 
dry places now dry places he uh, she kind of said in Leviticus chapter 11 the book of Leviticus chapter 11 uh, read verse 31 he said these are unclean to you among all the creeks uh, let's read from verse uh, 29 these also shall be unclean unto you among the creeping things that creep upon the earth, the whistle. Sorry, I'm reading from King James Version, okay? I'm reading Leviticus from verse 29, okay? Uh, uh, we are going to discuss 31, 32, but let's start from verse 29. This also shall be unclean unto you among the creepy things that creep upon the earth, the whistle and the mouse and the tortoise after his kind. And the ferret, and the camel, and the wizard, and the snail, and the mole, verse 31. These are unclean to you among all the creep. Whatsoever doth touch them, when they, are, when they be dead, shall be unclean until the evil. Okay? That's until evening. Okay? And upon whatsoever, that is verse 32 now. And upon whatsoever any of them, when they are dead, doth fall, it shall be unclean, whether it be any vessel of wool, or raiment, or skin, or sack, whatsoever vessel it be, wherein any work is done, it must be put into water, and it shall be unclean until the evil, so, so it shall be cleansed. Okay? So verse thirty three says, Send and every earthen vessel wherein whereunto any of them falleth, whatsoever is in, it shall be unclean, and ye shall break it. So what this person said is that dry places could be paper that is uh fabric or wood or metal, cement, plastic, food and more and more okay so he uh, she believed that vessel inhabit this object and she also said that uh, that is the reason why the book of Acts, uh god's spirit or the anointing was uh in the cloth on the apron that was used for healing okay that is eight chapter I mean, Acts chapter 19, from verse 11 to 12, you see. And God wrought special miracles by the hand of Paul, so that from his body were brought unto the sick handkerchiefs or aprons and disease, you see, departed from them, till they went out of them. So, so this person is saying that wood, 
plaster, cement, furniture, uh, spirit could inhabit all these things. Spirit could inhabit uh, furniture, uh, sofa, tables, chairs, desk, objects. Yes. So I believe everything has spirit. So that's why we could be attacked by by any of this. So you have to be very careful who you take it from, who you are obtaining from. You could be obtaining something from that person, from that individual. So we need to pray <clears throat> and cast out whatever spirit that is inhabiting in those things you receive from people, especially food. Especially food. Food we receive from people. You don't know who cook it. You don't know what they used to cook it. And uh, 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 you know, Jesus blessed even the food, even the bread. Huh? In the in the Last Supper, He blessed the bre- bread, and uh, we, it was with, within that meal He, he announced that the devil was around, and. Uh, uh, Judas was going to carry out his uh, activities and and the scripture said that Satan entered Judas and he went out you see so it's, it's full but they carry what spirit okay so very very important in our lives hallelujah now let's continue so we have about for the, uh, about 12 more minutes. Let's see what we have here as we try to uh, come out with what we are saying. So, so I I uh, so so we we see demon returning to his former dwelling, claim. Uh, really looking great place. You see, the demon came and tried, you know, he sneak around, sneak around for uh, where he so where he needs to stay, but he's not able to find it. Then he comes back to his former place, and when he comes back, you see that the place is clean. Picture here is that of a person who got rid of whatever was his problem before. I never feel that spot that was left now clean. You see? So he's just living a clean now let's read that uh, Luke chapter the, the the book of Luke again. The book of Luke chapter eleven. Okay. You see uh what we are talking about. Luke chapter 11, hallelujah, from verse 24. He said, when the, uh, when the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walks through dry places. He walketh, I'm reading from King James, he walketh through dry places, seeking rest and finding none. He said, I will return unto my house where I came out. And when he cometh, he finally is swept and garnished. And garnished means it is put in proper order. It is what? Put in proper order. Adorn. It is trim. It is beautiful. You see? It is what? Put in what? In proper order. God is not mad at us that the place is not clean. He wants us to have a clean place. He wants us to be put in proper order. That is the first reason why he left anyway. So when he left, <laughs> so when he left, because the devil is the author of confusion, is the author of uncleanliness, is filthy. Devil is dirty. He likes dirty places. Fusion. He likes disorder. No wonder when he left. We find the place is swept clean, put in proper order. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> you put in proper order and uh, what? Neat. 
you see. So then he goes, verse 26 said, then, then goeth he and taketh to him seven other spirits more wicked than himself. You see, so what we need to do then is, uh, uh, is we, we know that we just have to live a clean and morally good life. But sooner or later, boredom will come in without a relationship with Jesus Christ. You see, so if I just pray for myself or I pray for you or somebody pray for you and you got delivered from any kinds of challenges, you heal, pray through, miracle, without a proper relationship with Jesus, or there will, there will appear some challenges. There will be temptation for something more without knowing how or with what to fill this void or something that is aching us in ourselves. So we will return back for what seems to satisfy us at another time. See? So, you know, we tend to forget our pains. We tend to forget our errors, uh, our what we have gone through in the past during time of crisis, we forget, you see. So that is the reason why some of us have scars, you know, scars from wounds that have healed. So it kind of reminds us, this is what we have gone through before. This is what we are, the challenges we have passed through in our crisis, you see. So when one is hungry long enough, one will devour just about anything, you know, when you'll be eating, you know, Jesus was tempted with food after 40 days and 40 nights. So one of the things that he was fed, tempted with, we all know we can be hungry after we fasted maybe for one meal or maybe for six to six or maybe for one day. You see, every food looks beautiful, right? Maybe you don't like bread before, but now bread will be so inviting to you. See, it's inviting. Eat me, eat me, eat me. So you will see that uh, uh, there will be what a greater degree of challenge coming. You see, so there's a greater what degree of what challenges than before. It will come. So it, it will come to tempt us. It will come to to try to entice us with even a greater uh, temptation. So we need to have a personal relationship with him. So we need to continue to uh, fill ourselves. You know, there is a void that 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 now sits in our heart. The void, and that void has to be filled with the word of God. You see? We have to fill that void. We have to fill that space, our heart and minds, with the Word of God. You see, it is the Holy Spirit with who accompanies our prayer and our studies. So we have to fill ourselves with the love of God. Perfect love cast out what fear. So we have to walk, fill ourselves with the Word of God because. Perfect love casts out fear. So we need to continue to live by the standard of word, the standard of God. The word of God is the standard. So don't let anybody start to uh, tell you or deceive you that it's not necessary, that you should not live by the word of God. So the word of God is the standard that by which we live. See, it's, it's not, I'm not saying that we are doing work to end salvation. So I'm saying we are doing, we are going to do work in our salvation. It's maintenance of salvation. We cannot just get born again and say, oh, I'm born again. I go about and live uh, <laughs> the way we seem saved. That's not the kingdom of God. 
you see, the kingdom of God pertains to you and me having a personal relationship with him every day of our life. We have to live by the word of God. Hallelujah. You know, it is the sin of rebellion that brought upon all of us the horror we see in our world today. So Jesus came to cast out all this and to establish the kingdom of God in our hearts. You see, if God doesn't rule in our hearts, he will never rule anything in our lives. So he wants to come and rule in our hearts. Not our physical heart. You know, you agree with me. If they bring my heart and cut it, you will not find <laughs> Jesus inside. So it's talking about our spiritual heart. So Jesus came to cast out all out and to establish the kingdom of God in our heart, in our spiritual heart. And we have to open our hearts for him to come in. And we have to mean it. We have to be what? If God, God doesn't rule in our heart, he will never rule anything in our life. The kingdom of God is within man. Hallelujah.
left like she just said now if you have like rings or bangles or uh object has been given to you i you don't just you don't just go and throw it away like that you need to pray you know we'll be praying for a couple of weeks now i want you to take that mentality and pray against whatever spirit has been there and then cast it away cease to use them again okay they may have been uh, 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 contaminated with, with with other spirit that is coming to impact us negatively. So I just want to encourage you to pray over it and cast it out. Okay, don't use it anymore. Okay, so it just came, and I hope you receive that. So don't use it anymore. They have been infected with spirit. Hallelujah. Now let's get back to what we are saying. So,
We know that your word is spirit. And we also know that you have been with us. And we thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you for dying for us. We thank you for uh, saving us. We thank you for taking all our challenges, all our sins on the cross. And we believe that you rose from the dead. And we believe that you are our Lord and our Savior. We give our lives to you, O God. And we thank you, O God, that you will be with us. You continue to seek us. I mean, you continue to keep you and in abiding with you. You help us to continue to maintain our relationship with you. And we thank you. We bless you. We give you all the praises and all the glory today in the name of Jesus. And if you are a brand new man or a woman and you have come to this channel, I just want you to pray that prayer and receive him. I believe that God has brought you into his kingdom. So uh, continue to pray, read the word of God, and believe what you are reading, and live a victorious life in the name of Jesus. So we bless you, and God bless you as well. Uh, see you next time in Christ.